welcome to the Balanced Boss Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, wherever you are. If you're on a walk, if you're in the bath, if you're in the shower, if you're doing work, whatever you're doing, thanks so much for choosing this podcast. Like, I am a huge podcast fan, a huge podcast fan, and I listen to a podcast every single day. Without fail, I will listen to a podcast every single day. And I know how many amazing podcasts there are out there. So I'm just so, 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 so grateful that you've chosen my podcast to listen to today. Honestly, um, I am really grateful. Um, I'm Ashley. So I am the founder of Balanced Boss Coaching. And I am an OBM and business strategist to wellness business coaches and service providers. Um, and I'm here to talk to you today about niching. So this is a topic I explore a lot with new clients. Um, it's a topic I get asked about um, quite often when um, I speak to especially new business owners. Um, and there's often a lot of confusion around should I niche, shouldn't I niche, how should I niche, what are the consequences of niching. Um, so I just want to talk about it today and I want to give you a little bit of a reframe around niching and a way of a different way of thinking about niching that you might not have thought about before and hopefully be able to help you come to a decision as to if you want to niche and if you do want to niche how you can niche so in case you're thinking what is niche <laughs> um niching i'm going to give you the actual de dictionary definition of niching because i just think it's it's the best way to describe in general what it is so the dictionary definition of a niche is there's two definitions, a specialised segment of the market for a particular kind of product or service. And another definition is denoting products, services or interests that appeal to a small specialised section of the population. So essentially niching is choosing um, a market, an industry or a sector of a market or an industry to go all in and market and sell your services to. So it's essentially serving a particular type of person or a particular type of client or industry um, with your service. So there's, there's really good reasons as to why businesses niche. And I won't say that anyone should 100% niche because I think it's a choice that everybody needs to make about their own business, but I think there are some real, real benefits of niching. Um, and there's a lot of misconceptions around niching as well. So I'm gonna go through those and then just explain why I think these misconceptions are misconceptions and how we can reframe these into beneficial things for your business. So one of the big 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 misconceptions about niching is that once you choose your niche you're putting like an invisible barrier let's call it to any potential clients or future customers that don't fall into that niche so this is the biggest or the most common fear that i hear peer people talk about when it comes to niching and it's if i niche you know am i gonna potentially lose a lot of customers and potentially lose a lot of clientele because 
um, I've chosen not to talk to them in my content because I've chosen not to create services for them. You know, I don't want to lose out by by focusing on just a particular person or a particular industry. So that is the that is probably the most common fear I hear when I talk to about people um, to people about niching. So that is the first big misconception about niching. The second big misconception about niching is that you'll get bored of your niche. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about this now because I'm going to explain a way that you can niche without getting bored of your niche um, towards the end of this podcast. But that is another big misconception about niching. And that's actually a reason that I've been given as to why some people in the industry don't niche. It's because they they know, they say they, they'll, they know they will get bored um, of serving a particular niche if they do it. Um, another misconception is that you'll exhaust your audience. So, you know, if you're niching and you're talking about the same thing all the time, if you're always talking to the same people all the time, um, you're going to exhaust your audience. Um, they're going to get bored. They're going to get fed up of listening to you. And, you know, sooner or later, you're going to have to pivot anyway. So what's the point in niching? Um, another misconception is that there aren't enough clients or customers within a niche. So, um, someone you might have heard someone say or you might have even said before um when someone talks to you about a particular thing they help people with or a particular market that they serve you might have heard oh that's a bit niche um and it, it it has a negative connotation because when we think of something being niche we think of something being small um and that there isn't a big market there's not a big clientele there aren't many customers that are going to want something that specific and that niche so people think people often think that it's actually a negative thing um because you're you know essentially cutting yourself short um by by offering services to just a small group of people so that is another misconception and the last misconception that i'm gonna uh, mention today is that you know there isn't enough money in certain niches because you're only tapping into you know a small section of a certain market so you know by the logic tells us that if we broaden our net then we're gonna catch more fish um and you know that is another big misconception of niching is that you know if you have a small net you're not gonna catch as many fish um that's not actually the case so you might have yourself had some of these misconceptions around niching and i'm gonna explain to you why none of these misconceptions well none of these thoughts are true and why they are actually misconceptions about niching um so first of all people buy into people so if you're thinking by niching you're gonna put up this invisible barrier um around your market around your services that block people out who don't fall into your niche that's not true so as i said people buy into people if someone finds you online if someone's following you on social media if someone ends up falling into one of your funnels your sales funnels however you market your business if someone comes across you in some way and they feel really attracted to you in terms of you know your message in terms of your brand in terms of your persona in terms of how you carry yourself how you speak how you help people if someone's really attracted to what you do and someone feels really drawn to you then they're gonna reach out and they're gonna be interested in working with you whether you niche or not because they're gonna feel that real almost like magnetic pull to you 
that they see you and they think okay I need to work with this person or I need this person to help me or I really want this person to design this thing for me I really want this person to help me with this goal so as an example let's use let's use the health and fitness industry for example you might have an online personal trainer or you might be an online personal trainer or an online coach that serves a particular type of niche niche so say for example you are a online coach who helps women um get into shape or prepare for bodybuilding competitions okay so that is your niche your niche is to help people prepare for these bodybuilding competitions you might get someone come across you online that doesn't want to be in a bodybuilding competition but they're still really interested in becoming fitter becoming stronger and working on their body composition but they might be really 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 drawn to you as a person they might be drawn to you as a coach they might find that you have a real message of empowerment and embodiment and of confidence that they really really love and they might be really drawn to you as a coach but they might not be interested in becoming a bodybuilder now if they're still really super interested in you as a coach and they know that you can help them with their problem so they know that you can help people get strong they know that you can help people get fit they know that you can help people um improve or change their body composition if they're really attracted to your business and your brand and your offer they will reach out anyway just to ask the question you know i i don't i don't want to be a bodybuilder i don't want to be in one of these competitions but i i would really like you to train me anyway is this something that you offer to people who don't want to compete you will still get those questions because those people are drawn to you they're not necessarily drawn to the you know exact result that you get people so to think that you're going to block people out by niching just simply isn't true if someone is drawn to you if someone loves what you do and if what you do with your skills can transfer into something slightly different then those people will still reach out to you and you will still make connections with those people okay so that's that's the main reason why that is a, a misconception that you will block out people who don't fall into that niche so when we think about the misconception of um there aren't enough clients or customers within a niche just take a second to think about what you would like your niche to be if you were to niche or even think about you know some of the most obscure niches that exist so i heard of someone on another podcast that i was listening to who whose niche is helping um people involved in like the equine industry so 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 horses basically they provided a very specific um, service to people who are involved in the equine community which is horse riding appreciation of horses just things surrounding horses you would think that is a super tiny niche that you just wouldn't be able to make a living out of let alone you know create financial freedom for yourself um but this person was running i think it was like a multi six-figure business just out of this niche because 
you know it's we need to think further than our like physical radius when we think of niche if you can offer something that's online you've essentially got the whole world that's you know where your niches could be it's not just your niche in your town or your niche in your city or your niche even in your country it's your niche across the globe or around the globe so when we think of niches being small and when we think of audiences and markets being small that level of small grows when we think about how far and wide we can actually reach people so you might have a niche that's as small as you know the equine industry but when we think of that globally that's potentially millions of people now you you don't need millions of people to build a successful business you know you don't even need well it depends what you offer if you offer lower ticket then you do need more volume but you know you don't even need hundreds of people to serve so to think that your niche is going to be so small that they're they're not going to be enough people to to work with um if you're thinking that i would just really encourage you to just broaden your horizons a little bit and just think about the amount of people on this planet who you know are your potential clients who fall into that niche so that's why that is a misconception to think that there aren't enough customers or clients within your niche because you just need to be thinking a little bit bigger and a little bit wider so that also leads into the misconception that there isn't enough money in serving niches um because again you know your niche could actually be millions of people if we're thinking if we're thinking globally but actually to think that there isn't enough money in serving niches is completely counterintuitive because smaller niches don't often get services get the services or the support they need because they're so niche so if there's going to be anybody who needs your help it's going to be people in these niches because often the support isn't available for them because they're a niche so if anything there's going to be a bigger market for you to tap into a potentially bigger market for you to tap into financially because you're going to be creating something to help people who don't have access to more you know generalized more common more popular services that are created for you know the general public the more common stereotypes the more the more popular hobbies or interests so you can create something for those niches that might be the only service or the only offer or you know the only product it depends what you offer that's available to those niches in which case you become the go-to person for that thing for those niches so you don't as as well as having all of those people just coming to you you don't you also don't really have any competition because you're the only person providing that service to that niche so if anything you know you're going to make a huge impact financially for yourself by 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 going for these smaller markets because they don't have anything else available to them or they don't have much else available to them so you could argue that there's actually more demand for services for niches than for than for bigger markets so that is just my way of busting that misconception that 
um you are risking not making as much money if you if you niche um and another reason which is actually a reason that i didn't i didn't note down because i am actually i've just got some notes that i'm referring to that i didn't note down but this is also a really important one that i speak to clients um and just people who have businesses about and that is that if you if you don't niche and if you don't niche if you keep it generalized because you think that there isn't as much of a market um for you to niche you know there's not going to be as much money in it there's not going to be as many potential clients you're just going to choose something that other people are doing because there's proof and there's evidence there that that it works and that that market already exists the problem that you're likely going to face when you do that is that if your heart's not in it so if you're choosing your niche based on this is actually a separate podcast episode i've just realized that i could be going into so i won't go on about this too much but if you choose your niche based on what you think people just what you think people want to buy something that you're not passionate about then you're going to find it really difficult to get through those hard times in business because business is hard there are going to be times where you want to just pack it all in there's going to be times where you have sleepless nights there's going to be times when you're going to be stressed there's going to be times where you're probably going to have a cry it's not easy it's not an easy place to be and that's why a lot of businesses don't last past you know the first six months it's why a lot of people just don't even try to start a business because it's hard it is hard so those hard times are are difficult to manage anyway even when you are passionate about what you're doing they're even harder to to pull through when you're trying to build something that you're not passionate about or when you're trying to help serve people in a way that that doesn't light you up or that isn't your purpose or your dharma so imagine yourself in those hard times you're on that roller coaster the highs are high the lows are low you're in the low times if you're doing something that you're really passionate about and you're serving a niche that you're really passionate about it's that passion and that drive and that determination which is going to help see you through those harder times it's going to be your why it's going to be your the thing that you go back to when you have to have those words with yourself where you think okay this is shit (laughs) this is really hard this is really shit but why am I doing this there's a bigger picture here there's a bigger reason as to why I'm doing this and you will think about those people that you're serving you will think about that dharma which is your purpose you will think about that passion and that's what's going to help pull you up and push you forward out of those dark times back into the light now if you don't have that if you're serving niches that you aren't passionate about if you're selling products and selling service that you're not passionate about or you don't have an interest in or that aren't aligned with you just because you think that it's what people want to buy that isn't going enough going to be enough to pull you out of those dark times it's not going to be enough to help you get back into the light and help you to get back into the ups it's not going to be enough to keep you going so you're going to end up in situations where you're feeling like shit it's really hard it's you're really struggling but 
it doesn't even feel worth it because you're not even doing something that you're passionate about so there's just no point in any of it (laughs) so it's really important that you know when you're when you choose your niche and I will do a separate episode on how to choose your niche it's really important that when you are choosing your niche you're choosing it based on something that you're passionate about and that you're interested in and that aligns with your purpose not just something where you think the clients are and think the market is and this is a conversation that I have quite a lot with clients actually because it's quite common for me to hear people say oh you know I was going to offer this because I've seen you know I think this is what people want or this is trendy at the moment or I've seen other people do it and they're really successful um the reason that they're successful isn't necessarily because they've tapped into a market that timing is important and there is time and a place for things and sometimes people do join certain markets at just the right time with the right thing and that's why it blows up but for the people who are building more long-term sustainable success um that you know haven't necessarily been there the right place the right time the reason they've been able to build that is because they're passionate in what they're building not just because they've tapped into a market that is um that no one's serving or that's big or has a lot of money in it you know that's usually not the reason it's usually because that is their purpose and their dharma so you're going to jump into that with it not being your purpose and not being your passion and you're not going to see the same success because of that very reason so that was just a little bit of a tangent um a little bit of a digression but i do think it's important to mention it as part of this um because with niching it can it can go two ways you can decide not to niche because you think there's more money elsewhere when in fact um it's not about where the money is it's about where the passion is and where the purpose is and where the skill is that's what will build the success so back to what i was supposed to be talking about (laughs) is um the misconception that you know you will get bored if you niche um you might be someone who gets bored easily you might be someone who likes doing different things selling different things offering different things and you might think oh god if i niche i'm just gonna get fed up of talking about the same thing to the same people all the time that's really boring and i'm not going to enjoy it that is a huge 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 i can't even speak misconception because you can actually break your niche down into smaller niches which keeps your services fresh keeps it interesting for you and it keeps it interesting for your audience so i'm going to explain how this works because this is the bit where i'm going to tell you how you can niche differently to probably how you've been told how to niche before so this is the juicy bit if you're out and about if it's safe too so not if you're driving if you're driving you might want to think about this a little bit later if if you're out and about but it's safe to kind of zone out a little bit i want you to do this via a visualization if you're um in the house or somewhere where you can you know actually write draw this and do like a a a physical like create a visual of this um then maybe do that instead because I am going to kind of talk you through a bit of a structure to either imagine or draw down so you can understand what I'm talking about so if you're doing the visualized version I want you to just sit for a second close your eyes and I want you to visualize like the structure of a family tree Um, and if you're drawing this I want you to draw the structure of a family tree so the structure of a family tree is um, you know you have 
the you'll have like someone at the top so if you're doing your own family tree you might have your name at the top and then you will branch off that you know a line a vertical line then a longer horizontal line then off the horizontal line you will then branch off smaller vertical lines which then kind of drop into different generations of the family i want you to kind of draw just map out a version of this but we're thinking about your niche so at the top you're gonna have like the industry niche so the overall niche of the industry and i'm going to give you an example of that in a minute so um you're going to have your overall niche at the top and then branching off that so where you would have say like your great great grandparents for example um no you wouldn't you'd have your immediate parents and then we branch out so where you would then have like your parents and your immediate family we're then going to branch off into like what your different services could be so we're thinking um i mean there's going to be people listening to this in all different industries so let's say for example you're a coach so you might have some passive offers you might have some like downloadable courses you might have some workshops or masterclasses to download you might have a group program you might have a um a one-to-one coaching service you might have some done-for-you products so we're thinking about all the different services that will fall under that under under the business so under the business model branching off that are the different clients you can serve within those different services okay so you have your overall niche which is your industry niche then you'll have your services which can niche again into something specific and then you can have ideal clients which fall into those different services who can also be their own niche so if you just take a step back and think about what we're doing now, we're creating multiple niches within one overall niche. So by doing this, we're able to mix it up a little bit. We're able to give variety. We're able to create different things to do suit different people, but all under the same umbrella. Okay, so this is a different way that you can niche. You might not want to niche to one ideal client. You might want to niche to different types of topics or different types of services within your overall niche and then niche again in serving different types of people within those different services so you can niche multiple times under one roof essentially under one umbrella so let me give you an example of what this can look like so let's say for example your industry niche is health and fitness So you've got health and fitness at the top, then your service niches could be a passive offer. It could be, you know, a home workout guide, for example. It could be something that someone could sign up to. They might get access to like an online portal where they get access to loads of different um, home workouts. That could be a passive offer that runs in the background. So the type of niche that you're gonna be serving in that passive offer, there might be, you know, busy people who are working from home. There might be people who have gym anxiety and they don't like going out and working out in public. They might prefer to work out from home. Um, so they might be people who are um, more elderly and they might struggle to, they might not be able to drive, they might struggle to get to the gym or whatever. It might be people who can't afford a gym membership um, who or who can't afford one-to-one personal training. So by having these workout guides, they're able to train with someone in their living room and it's gonna cost a lot less. So you can see how there's multiple different types of ideal clients you can serve under that one service. 
Another service could be you have a 12 week program. So you might have a 12 week live program of like fitness and nutrition and mindset, for example. And you might niche this specifically to, um, you know, pre and postnatal mums. So it might be pregnant women um, who are, you know, due to give birth and it could be women who have given birth, you know, X amount of weeks ago. And it could be, you know, especially for them, all the guidance that you give around the nutrition, around the fitness, around the mindset, around the time management, the lifestyle can all be linked to um, being a mum. So that's another niche. You can also do a 12 week program for, you know, a different type of niche. Then you might have a service which is a one-to-one coaching program. So your one-to-one coaching program might be one-to-one personal training, which involves you know fitness and nutrition. So you might give someone a bespoke training program. You might give them um, you know uh, probably not a meal plan unless you're a dietitian, um, but some example meal plans. You might monitor the nutrition. You might monitor their progress on a one-to-one basis. You might also have a one-to-one service, which is what I used to do when I had my health and fitness business, um, which is like just food freedom relationship with food. So I had clients who I didn't get involved in their exercise or training, but I did a lot of work with them around their relationship with food, helping them gain food freedom. And it was a lot of mindset work and a lot of lifestyle kind of work as well, which helped them with that. So again, you've got two niches already under that service. And with having those different niches under those service, you can also have different messaging. So you might have different marketing messaging, you might have different sales funnels, you might um, have different ways of attracting these ideal clients. So you can see how it's, it's pretty much impossible to get bored of this unless you get bored of your overall niche, which is health and fitness as a whole. So you can see just from that one example how you can have one overall umbrella niche but it doesn't ne- it doesn't mean that you can only serve one type of person and help them with one specific thing you can niche multiple times under one industry that you serve so whatever your expertise is that industry can be your overall umbrella niche and then you can create multiple services multiple offers multiple products for multiple you know different varieties of people all under that umbrella so you will not get bored of that so this is how we can break that misconception around that niche too so I hope this helped. I hope this helped you reframe, you know, your idea of niching and I hope it opened your mind to different ways that you can niche, you know, without creating that barrier for potential clients to come and work with you. Um, I would recommend niching, whether you're going to do it, you know, very small, very particular or whether you, you're going to do it in a way that I explained in the last example. I would I would recommend you niche in some way because when you niche it makes it so 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 much easier to speak to a certain group of people and to create services for those people to build a message around that industry and to become known in that industry if you're a one person band if you do everything yourself if you wear all the hats you will find it so much easier to to zone in on a particular industry or a particular sector within an industry that you can support and then go from there um so if you enjoyed this pop me a message and let me know so you can find me on instagram at underscore the balanced boss 
um drop me a message let me know what you thought let me know if it was helpful and you know let me know if this is something that you're going to try and you know come at me with any questions you've got as well I'm always happy to help people in the dms um and if you've got any biz besties who you think this will be helpful for then you know you can share it with them too um thank you so much for listening I can't wait. I'm so glad I'm back, by the way. If you used to listen and you're back listening to this, you'll you'll realise that there's been a really long gap <laughs> in my podcasting. Um, I did go on a little bit of a break with it and I'm so glad to be back and be putting out one episode a week now. So yeah, I absolutely love doing this. I'm so glad to be back. If you've got any suggestions for future episodes, by the way, um, please just drop me a message on Instagram and um, just ask me any questions or give me some suggestions of things that you'd like me to discuss and I will be back next week for a new episode but have an amazing week and I will see you in the next one bye